taking selfies from the podcast? Are you personally putting this on Facebook now? <laughs> Does anybody need milk? Milk? I have milk. We need it. I did take a picture from an awkward angle, but... While we were doing this? this? Yeah, you didn't see him? No. He's right there. Well, missed it. It's so like my buddy said, you know, well, every blockbuster or breakout performance usually ends up with a sequel. So in a year or so, you'll visit New York City or something and have a, a save a bunch of lives. Hatcher 2, Big Apple Hero. <laughs> then comes Hatcher 3, Hollywood Night. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the Hatcher franchise really kind of starts to get bad. Yeah, yeah. There's not much script there. Uh, it's just all about action. Yeah, it's... How much shit can we blow up? Yeah, I thought that was pretty Nothing wrong. If I were to ask you at the beginning of this one for uh, a, a quote, what would you would you be able to spit one out? Quote about what? To? You were. I'm talking to both of you. Oh shit! I didn't know you were talking. I thought it was just um, when you were talking to ego. He's looking in your direction. When you were talking to ego, there's a, a quote from Colin Powell about ego that I love. It's actually his third rule on his 13 rules of leadership. He says, avoid having your ego so close to your position that when your position falls, your ego goes with it. I, I agree with that. And for me, I always like the, and again, this is probably pretty cliche-ish, and we've heard it a hundred times, but when you say, check your ego at the door, I'm, that's like when you come into work, when you come on the fire ground, when you come into any kind of whatever that setting is, I think you need to constantly be checking your ego, especially if you are in a leadership position. I actually thought y'all were going to go down that route a little bit more because that's probably some of the meat that most people don't get from chief officers enough that that they would have somebody check their ego. They end up with a lot of them that out of arrogance or whatever, that they go a certain way and it would might be surprised some of them that think, you know, well, shit, I don't know at all. You know, most people think right. that all the chiefs, you want to put the white shirt on, you got all the answers. Fucking mind, right? yeah. We don't, you know, right. I'm trying to figure out my job, just like you know, everybody there's else. A, there's a theory, and I'll, I'll say it. You know, there, there was an old adage that just said, don't let them see you sweat. That mm-hmm. has become now, I feel like, a hindrance to the check in your ego because I don't agree with that. Did you ever watch that video from uh, Pat Lencioni about the five teams? He talks yeah. about that. He said, yeah. let them see you sweat. Yeah, because, and that's important that he talks about that because yeah. it talks about the establishing of the vulnerability. Right. But if I can't show you that I am vulnerable, how can I teach you to trust? Exactly. If, if I come to you always acting like I got the answers, you never want to come to me thinking you don't have the answers. Well, and that was another part. I was talking about the whole a, ego thing yeah. was the one I did the after action and when I do most of them, I start with what I did wrong first. Right. Because now I'm opening the door. If the chief said he can make a mistake, well then little old firefighter right. can definitely admit that he made a mistake. And that's important when you start these critiques and we talked about this a little bit with Stroop over there. It's important when critiques get started that when you come into that whoever is going to be leading that critique they need to prepare the waters. They need to be able to say no one is perfect in this. I'm not perfect in this. You're not perfect in this. But we got to create an environment where we can talk about it. It has to be safe. It has to be trustworthy. I'm not attacking you. I don't want right. you attack me. Everybody maintains some sort of sense of calmness about this because right. we're not going to learn if people aren't willing to say what actually happened. It goes back to the previous podcast where we're talking about to conduct that critique. You do need that trust, and it takes time to build that because you are incriminating yourself. When you say, 
I did not do this. Well, and that's how I feel a little bit like when we're talking about, you know, wait, did you have this or did you have that? You know, there's a part of me that's like, right, you know, I'm, I'm admitting, you know, here are huge mistakes that I made, but that's part of it. There is no perfect fire scene. We all make yeah. mistakes. And that the, what you said about don't it's let them see that you sweat, right. that being the old man. And like the way I look at it, back in the day, it was truly a blue collar experience. And in today's fire service, it's just, I think we're a lot more educated to understand personalities, how people learn, and all those different things. You don't think so?